When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to Reaction Time. Um, we're back for this year's season. I am Jacqueline Cordova and I'm host hosted, hosted. I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Visser. Um, and we're excited. I was just telling Ben, we're officially kicking off the podcast this season at the very start of the season versus, um, last year, we were very lucky to kick off in January for the second half of the season, really. And, um, we're back and we're back. Thanks to our friends at fairway fairway continues to support us and support the sport of wrestling. So shout out to fairway as always, but Ben, (laughs) Hey, what's up? We're back. Jackie, it's fantastic to be back. I am so honored and happy to be hosted by you. <laughs> I get nervous. <laughs> hey, it worked. Um, but yes, Ben, what um I guess first things first, how was that off season for you? Um, now that we're heading into the season, uh, how have you been? <laughs> I've been great. Um yeah, it's been a busy off season for myself, just personally. Um, for those that don't know, I'm a woodworker and I was doing farmer's markets this summer in Ames and stuff like that. So I kept myself very busy. Um, so it was great. A lot of fun, but how have you been? Good. Yeah. You know, corporate America keeps me busy. Um, I'm definitely ready for wrestling season. I love nothing more than taking photos during football. It's a very fulfilling thing I get to do at Cyclone Fanatic, but there's nothing like wrestling season. And I feel like it definitely snuck up on us, which honestly is a great thing. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Media day was last week, week and a half ago, something like that. And that really snuck up on me. It was like, Oh my gosh, we got the email from the SID sports information director. And it's like, Oh, it's that time already. And I kind of had to, recalibrate myself because I was <laughs> my other job. My actual job is as a real estate agent. Uh, and so I had to like, all right, I have to start focusing a little bit on wrestling now and give some of my effort there. And uh, it's been, it's been really good. I, we had media day, talked with the coaches. Um, l- luckily I'm still invited to those. I don't know how or why, but I'm not going <laughs> to complain about it. Um, but yeah, talked with Kevin dresser, talked with Ben Durbin, a lot, the strength and conditioning coach. Um, and yeah, it'll be an interesting season. What are you thinking about this season, Jackie? You know, I, like I told you earlier, I'd love to love to show our ages, right? It's Kevin Dresser's sixth season. It's my sixth season. Last year's uh, seniors leaving was kind of like a mark, I guess, in my 
time covering the team because a lot of the guys I started my career with are now gone besides like Marcus Coleman. And so I'm just very interested to see, you know, where's the team going next? What are the next, you know, steps for this program to get closer and closer to those big goals that Kevin Dresser has, you know, continuously talked about like winning the big 12. So I'm excited to really see how all these new guys and some of those guys who are finally, you know, going to step, step up and have a chance at the lineup, um, really see who's going to take hold of those starting positions and where's this program going to go next. Now that, you know, Ian Parker's gone, Jared Dagan's gone. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm excited. It's like one of those, like I'm excited for this new chapter. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that this is going to be my third new team. If you will, I started with the Earl Halls, the Leland Weatherspoons, the Tanner Weathermans, the Kyle Larson's, the Keon Smith's. I started with that group of guys. And then we went into the, Ian Parker era, the Jarrett Dagan era. And then now we're entering the, the David Carr, the younger Bastida era and the Kyson Tarakina era. And I think each era, I think this is what's going to happen. Is it going to elevate and build off each other? That first team, the Earl Halls and Leland Weatherspoons, they showed flashes of being great like that. I think it was my second year three All-Americans with Earl Hall, Leland Weatherspoon, and Pat Downey, and then Tanner Weatherman was around a 12 guy. So they showed that they were capable, but then that next year, they kind of fell apart, unfortunately. And then obviously Kevin Dresser coming in, he brought in a lot of new life, and they have seen, they obviously have started to rebuild this program. And Ian Parker and Jarrett Dagan were great guys to do that with. Um, we talked a lot last year about the work ethic of a guy like Ian Parker guy like Jarrett Dagan becoming an all American his first year at Iowa state. I think it was the first year might've been a sophomore year. No, it was a sophomore year. Um, so is they, they felt they set a pretty good foundation that now David Carr winning a national championship as a freshman getting third place this last year. Uh, it's really grown into something. And David said this at media day where guys know they can do it. Now they saw me do it. Now they know that they, and they believe that they can do it. We saw, I think we saw that be proven with Marcus Coleman last year, Marcus Coleman took the biggest step. I think I've ever seen an Iowa state wrestler take from one year to the next. He went from a NCAA qualifier who didn't really do a lot at the NCAA tournament. I mean, he did, he had a pretty good run of pinning guys, but he wasn't an all American. And then last year he proved himself. He was an all American finished fifth had a really, really good season. And you bring in a guy like younger Bastido who has all of the raw talent in the world. So I think that is great. I think a guy like Sam Skyler at heavyweight is a good anchor. We saw what he can do at the end of dual meets. He won a lot of close matches that sealed victories for Iowa state. Um, I still like a guy like Kyson Tarakina a lot at 125. The middleweights are going to be interesting this year with a lot of new guys. Um, but they're new guys that I think are expected to do some big things, but we'll get, We'll get to those. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts on this season. I think it could, I don't know how it's going to play out last year. Iowa state was a great dual meet team. I think that could be the case again this year. I know Kevin dresser wants to become a better tournament team. They have a tournament on the schedule this year, which they didn't last year. Um, so we'll see how that impacts how the big 12s go, how the NCAA tournament goes, because I mean, really in wrestling, you're judged how, how you perform at the NCAA tournament. So we'll see what steps they can take to, become that next 
hey, we've arrived. We're a top seven, top five team. Which I think just the schedule itself shows it that dresser really wanted to change up what was going on last year, which I understand there was just a lot of weird things that kind of happened with tournaments like the Southern scuffle, right? That's the one that was canceled. Midlands. 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 It was yep. Just some tournaments were canceled, postponed, and it just kind of threw everything off. And if you just sweep through the schedule for this season, he definitely is giving his guys more opportunities to experience a tournament before the one that matters, which I think will make a huge difference because it's one thing to have wrestled them in the past and it's different to feel it the way the guys will have the opportunity to this year. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like you said, I'm not, I'm not too worried about how they'll perform as a dual team. I think when you have the guys, like you said, um, Skylar Coleman, those guys, they're going to be, they're going to continue to show out, but and the key, I feel like the key group this year is the freshman. All eyes on the freshman. But like you said, we'll get to that um, eventually. Um, big change for the team. David Carr bumped himself up to 165 instead of 157. I know for some people it it might come as a shock. I know it kind of came out. They kind of announced it gradually there on Twitter in a fun way, as they always do. But David had been pretty vocal with us last year. Would you say in the beginning of the season, we had that conversation with him? Yeah, we did. I think it might've been at media day um, last season that, Hey, was there any thought to go on 65? Because he wrestled um, at uh, 65. No, he wrestled at 74 kilograms during the junior world net junior world championships, which he won. He was a junior world champion. He wrestled at 74 kilograms, which in, how we measure weight is 163 pounds. So there was some talk like, Hey, are you going to stay up at that weight? You're going to come back down. He decided at that time to come back down to 157. Um, but there was talk last year of even him bumping up to 165 this year. He wrestled at U23 world championships. He again, wrestled at 74 kilograms this year. He decided to stay up at 165. And I think that's going to be a really good decision for him because at this year's media day, he was talking about, this is going to allow me to just focus on, becoming a better wrestler last year. He had to focus a little bit too much on cutting weight. And let's be very clear. David Carr never had a problem making weight. He's far too disciplined for that. But even if you're the most disciplined wrestler, you can be, we saw this with Ian Parker at 141, And when he was a sophomore wrestling at 133, uh, you can be as disciplined as you want. When you're cutting a lot of weight, it can be tough to become a better wrestler. David Carr wants to become a better wrestler, not focus on so much on cutting weight. And I think one, he's going to have some advantages at 165 that he might not have had at 157. He was already a fast wrestler at 157, but now that he's bumped up a weight, he's going to look even faster because he's not getting any less athletic moving up this weight. And he's going to catch some people by surprise with his speed and quickness. I think it's one of those things that reminds me of, I know Ian Parker ultimately dropped and it really was the best decision for him after watching how he performed at 149. but just, just the muscle that David can now grow add yep. <laughs> with just that extra weight, I think is going to make a world of a difference. And one of the things he said was I'm, I'm the one going on a hunt and mm. this reminds me, Dresser says this a lot. I feel like, um, cause he said, I've got to get back to, he said, I like, I'm going back to work. I'm going to be the hunter. And I know Dresser uses the same term when Iowa state has gone down to Oklahoma and wrestled Oklahoma state. 
Um, so I think this, I just love that he's used that statement. And I think it's going to be exciting to watch David have this new weight class, this new set of opponents just kind of after last year ended. I think this is a new challenge that he'll probably thrive in. Cause I mean, he's David Carr. He's good. That's that has not changed. <laughs> and, um, I'm excited to see as people are now starting to circulate, you know, he's going to be facing Keegan O'Toole now, which is mm-hmm. the wrestler for Missouri current NCAA champion. And unlike past seasons, when he's at 157, he's not really wrestling his top opponents because they're not really in the big 12. And so now he's going to get the chance to do, you know, go to Missouri um, in February. I think it's one of the last duels. I had to pull it's that close up. to the last. Yes. And I mean, Missouri's in the top. It's not right. They were ranked in the NWCA preseason poll number four. So I think it's just going to be a really good opportunity for David, especially to feel out his opponent, his, his, one of his top opponents, right, right in the dual season, instead of waiting until he shows up at the tournament and feels out his competition. So I'm excited for David and I'm excited for Iowa state to have such a solid wrestler at 165. Yeah. It's, it's kind of been since Tanner Weatherman that, They've had a really solid guy at 165. They've, they've had guys fill in who've done a good job at that weight, but they are going to have a one of the top end wrestlers at 165 this year. And talk, you were talking about David's strength and how he can bulk up now. When I was talking with Ben Durbin, um, the strength and conditioning coach for Iowa State Wrestling during media day, um, he was talking about grip strength a lot. And obviously, wrestling is grip strength is super important for wrestling. Younger Bastida at 197 has the strongest grip on the team, but second is David Carr. David Carr is the second strongest grip on the team, stronger than Sam Schuyler, stronger than Marcus Coleman. Um, he when he grabs a hold of you, he's not going to let go too easily. So I think strength's not going to be too much of an issue for David. He's going to. I think it might take a match or two for him to get adjusted against high level competition, but I it. Str- him giving up any size or any strength isn't something that I'm worried about long-term. I think by the time he wrestles Keegan O'Toole late in the season, um, he'll have figured out what, what's going to work at 165. And like you said, I'm really excited. Um, I hope they both stay healthy. I hope both Keegan and David stay healthy because they're, they could wrestle each other three times in the span of a month because it's the last duel of the season. And then you got big 12s. The, they could meet each other in the finals at big 12s. They're going to have NCAA tournament a couple weeks later. Hey, if all goes well, they could meet in the championship of that. So don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, (laughs) but, um, no, I'm very excited for this move for David. Yeah, it'll be exciting. And I, I get it. It's hard not to get ahead of ourselves. I'm already thinking of those hotel rooms, booking those. (laughs) So, um, no, it'll be excited and exciting. And for those of you who don't know, both big 12s and NCAAs this season are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So. Nice little back to back to back trip for me to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, it's a doable trip. I went down to Tulsa for the NCAA basketball tournament and Steve Prome second to last year with Taylor Horton Tucker and Tyrese Halliburton and all them lost in the first round. So, uh, <laughs> not a great experience, but it was, <laughs> and frankly, Tulsa wasn't that fantastic of a city, no offense to Tulsa, but yeah, hopefully your experience will be better. <laughs> Hey, hopefully the big 12 just continues to be fine and keep stay competitive. Keep those top programs in there. Um, hopefully Iowa state continues to climb up there. 
Um, but speaking of just very competitive, important guys on this team, I think it's a good time to transition to those freshmen. As you said, we were at media day, which shout out to Ben who continues to come out of retirement <laughs> and go to these <laughs> wrestling, um, availabilities, but, um, you especially got to talk with Ben Durbin strength and conditioning coach about what makes these freshmen stand out. Yeah. So I'm, we were just talking about David Carr and we know the level of wrestler that David Carr is won a national championship. And there was, when he was a true freshman, we talked to Ian Parker during media day. He's like, he's a guy that could all American as a true freshman. So I asked Kevin dresser, Hey, why not pull his red shirt? And he said he, he wasn't ready. Just a generic blanket answer. Like, all right, fine. You want a red shirt? I get it. Wrestling in the sport of wrestling, you red shirt, everyone that comes through your door essentially. But when I was talking with Ben Durbin, um, during media day, it's like, Hey, Kevin dresser seems to fully intend on wrestling guys like Casey Swiderski at 141 is a true freshman a guy like Panero Johnson at 149 to true freshman. Why are these guys different? Why are they able to wrestle as true freshmen? And Ben Durbin actually gave a very insightful answer. And he's like, their, their, their strength is college ready. When David Carr came in, he obviously had all the technical skill you could want in a freshman wrestler, but his strength wasn't at the division one level. He wasn't strong enough to wrestle division one at that time. He obviously is now. But Casey Swiderski and Panero Johnson, they've proven in the weight room and on the mat that their strength is at a division one level. So Kevin Dresser is ready to roll them out there as true freshmen. Uh, I went to wrestle offs here this last week and you could see that Panero Johnson looks like he's built of muscle. That kid is, he looks like a wrestler too. He's like, if Ian Parker weighed one was at 149 and was even more bulked up. Panero Johnson is built a muscle. And I think I'll let you say the quote, but Kevin dresser had a phenomenal quote about Casey Swiderski. Yes. Coach dresser said he's that savage dude. You like to have in your room. I tell everybody he's a little savage, <laughs> which is a great quote. And you could see that during the wrestle off too. Um, Casey looks like he is ready to tear someone's head off at all times. Um, those are two guys. They're probably going to lose some matches you don't expect, but they're true freshmen. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how they progress throughout the season. I'm excited to see if they stay wrestling throughout the entire season because Panero Johnson had a wrestle off against Cam Robinson, who, if you remember a couple years ago during the pandemic, Cam Robinson wrestled as a true freshman himself, and he did pretty good for himself until an injury happened. So I'm excited to see that Panero Johnson, Cam Robinson, in the wrestle-offs, Panero won three to two thanks to a last second. Within this, all happened within the last sixteen seconds of the third period. Panero Johnson got an escape, and then he got a takedown on Cam Robinson to win three to two. So those two are pretty evenly matched. And this is the beautiful thing about college wrestling this year: they stole, stole, quote unquote, the rule from football and basketball, where you can uh, participate in a certain number of competitions and still maintain your red shirt. I don't remember the specific um, number for wrestling for um, dual meets or uh, competitions, but you can wrestle in, let's say four. I, I don't know that specifically, but you can wrestle in four uh, dual meets competitions and still maintain a red shirt. So if they throw Panero Johnson out there this upcoming weekend against Wisconsin, Little Rock and Campbell, see that, Hey, maybe Cam Robinson is going to be 
the guy long-term. Panero is going to be great long-term, but he's not quite ready this year. They can transition that into Panero Johnson or Cam Robinson, and they can redshirt Panero Johnson. But given what I've seen, given what Kevin Dresser indicated, Panero Johnson seems like a dude. So um, we'll see how that turns out. But Iowa State has a lot of interesting young freshmen. And speaking of the um, the wrestle-offs, true freshman MJ Gatton pinned Julian Broderson. Uh, he got a reversal in the third period and put him right to his back. So that's one where I would still anticipate Julian or Joel Devine when he's healthy to be the starter, but it just reinforces, Hey, this true, this true freshman class is probably going to be something special. And we haven't touched on guys like Manny Rojas or any of the other guys who have come to Iowa state with a lot of accolades, which it's, honestly very refreshing that they're pulling in this type of talent. I feel like for so long, that was one of the criticisms of the staff, right? It's what are we doing in recruiting? What are we doing? And I feel like this freshman class answers that they're Mm -hmm. watching them come in just absolutely ready, which is funny that, you know, talking about college ready versus their time in high school. I had a friend text me specifically just about the way watching college wrestlers, manage weight, you know, to how you do it in high school, especially because I was so involved as a manager. It is, it's, you, you didn't often see kids working to bump up. They were always just killing themselves to drop down. So I'm excited. I think, I truly think this freshman class from the sounds of it so far are a hundred percent worth the hype. Um, definitely ask us that in a few weeks after we finally get to see some lineups and see who's out there on the floor against live opponents, but that's exciting. I love that you went to wrestle offs. I wasn't able to, unfortunately, but it looked like they had a really good crowd. Yeah, it was a great crowd. My dad, my parents were in town for the football game the next day. And my dad was like, Hey, let's go to wrestle offs. Like, all right, happy to. So yeah, me and my dad went to wrestle offs and had a good time. Love it. That's great. It's a, if you have never been to it, I highly recommend it's open to the public. Just a very, yeah, it's a very fun casual you go to re, uh lead rec center and the master sitting in the dead center of the like i don't know what what's that artificial area? turf yeah half football field that they have in there and you just you get to hang out watch wrestling the coaches are there like just a way more casual than approaching them on the day they're in mm-hmm. dual mode <laughs> yep so but the season does officially start this weekend for Iowa state they're headed down to jacksonville florida for the battle in the river city. They're going to face off against little rock Campbell and Wisconsin, who is currently ranked number 12 in the NWCA preseason pool. And for reference, Iowa state's ranked 14. Oh yes. I probably should have mentioned that. (laughs) Yes. But this should be a really fun little trip for Iowa state. Um, Chris Bono, the Wisconsin coach and former Iowa state legend, is putting on this event. He's originally from the Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida area. So he's given back to his community. I think that's awesome. I'm really happy. Iowa state is involved in this little thing that he's got going on. What I'm really interested in is to see what guys Kevin dresser brings to, um, this event, because you got a team like little rock, who is the newest division one NCAA wrestling team. They're still getting their feet under them. They're not great. No offense. I'm super happy they brought back wrestling. Let's be very clear about this. I love that they brought back wrestling, but because they're so new, they're still going through growing pains. 
So I'm interested to see if Kevin Dresser brings an AB team type of deal, wrestles maybe the B team against Little Rock, not the whole B team, but um, a guy like Cam. I could see both Cam Robinson and Panero Johnson making this trip. Um, I could see both Ramazan Adesayev and Zach Redding making this trip. Um, quite, uh, at 165, I could see an Isaac Judge and a Jason Kreiser making this trip. Got questions where there's are weights where there's questions. I could see two guys. Um, but it's going to be interesting. And I think we should probably focus our time on Wisconsin because like you said, these two teams are incredibly close in the rankings. And I think there's going to be some great individual matchups in that dual meet. Plus, um, Austin Gomez, Austin Gomez. That's one of the great individual (laughs) matches. He's going to be going against maybe Panero Johnson, maybe Cam Robinson, and that's going to be a wake-up call for one of those two to see what the top end looks like because Austin Gomez went through – he had a great NCAA tournament last year. And I, I think anybody who has talked to Austin and has known what he's gone through is super happy for the guy. Like, this is a guy that at one point thought he was done wrestling due to concussions, um, transferred to Wisconsin from Iowa State, and has seemed to have found new life at 149. And he looked great last year, and I was really happy for him. Yeah, it's – I'm a huge Austin Gomez fan and I will continue to be, um, until he's done. Um, I enjoyed covering him when he was here and it's been great to watch him find success at, at Wisconsin. So I'm definitely excited. I was texting with Cody, who's the wrestling reporter for the register. For those of you who might not know, um, we're talking about how, we wish we were down in Florida on Saturday, um, at this, cause this would be really fun to be at. And, um, I think it's definitely a good way for Iowa state to kick off the season before they host their first duel, just get a bunch of matches against just all sorts of competition. Um, especially in, a in this type of environment, definitely push them out of their comfort zone, get them on the road. I know when you travel for wrestling, it's a whole different beast than when you just wake up and go to your, you know, Hilton Coliseum. So I think it'll be a good experience. It, the wrestling starts at 11 a.m. with the Wisconsin one being at 5 p.m. Yes, I think it's 5. Um, so if you're getting home from that Iowa State football 530. game, you should try and watch that if you can. Or at least follow it, bare minimum follow it. There's going to be great matches, like I said. I think two of them that I'm – three that I'm really looking forward to. I'll limit myself to three are David Carr and Dean Hamity at 165. Dean, I believe, is ranked number six. Um, And David is ranked number three uh, at 165. And then at 197, this is going to be a rematch of an NCAA tournament match last year, Younger Bastida versus Junior World Champion. um, Oh, what's his name? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Forgot his name. He's a 2021 junior world champion. Weighs 197. Um, I'll remember his name here pretty soon. But then at one at heavyweight, you got Sam Skyler, who's ranked against um, the Wisconsin heavyweight, who's also ranked, whose name I'm also forgetting. Boy, I'm doing really well right now. Wisconsin. Trent Hilger. Got it. Um, so those are three matches I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the younger Bastida match should be really, really fun. That match was three to two last year at the NCAA championships. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. Younger looked great at wrestle offs. Uh, he wrestled a freshman for Iowa state 
So it was hard to get a good read on it, but it looked like he was really focused on riding and doing those sorts of things. So we'll see what he can do. Braxton Amos. I remembered it. Braxton Amos <laughs> is the guy. We'll see what he can do against Braxton Amos. Um, but yeah, those three matches are definitely ones to keep an eye on. Yeah. I, uh, as you said, we love to talk about younger Bastida on this podcast and we will continue to do it a lot. I am very <laughs> excited, um, to see younger back in action. He was very animated at media day. He's just excited to talk about trying to destroy his opponents. <laughs> and I'm excited to watch that because I continue since we're playing West Virginia this weekend, it just reminded me of, oh, of the Jackson West, of, of the West Virginia match last season when he just slapped the crap out of him. Yeah. Jackson, old Jackson Mumau is a name I'll never forget. And yeah, he slapped younger upside the head and younger made sure he didn't appreciate that. Make sure Jackson knew that he didn't appreciate that. That's one Ben Durbin. Another thing he told me younger is the meanest guy in the room, like outside the room. Nice guy inside the room. He truly wants to take your head off. And I think Jackson experienced that. I think Jackson got a firsthand lesson in <laughs> not pissing off younger Bastida. I just think it's guys like, like younger who have that passion, who have that fire, who is just so unsatisfied, even though all of us are literally losing our minds, just watching him. He's just like, that's not enough. Literally yeah, he's not, enough. not happy with his fifth place finish last year. He's like, no, like I'm here to win championships. And that's, I love that mindset. Yes. I'm, I'm very excited. Would you say younger's the person you're most excited for? <laughs> I mean, it, him, him and David, I'll be honest. I mean, it's hard not to be super excited about David, but yeah, the progression of younger Bastida is always going to be interesting because freestyle guy's a monster. He doesn't have to learn freestyle wrestling. He's been wrestling that his whole life, but seeing his progression as a folk style wrestler has been incredible. And I know I said earlier, the, the jump that Marcus Coleman made from last two years ago to last year, was enormous. I think younger, even though he finished fifth last year, he could be poised for that type of jump. If he has his mat game down to the level that he could, that I think he might, he could make a similar jump and a similar jump means that he's contending for an NCAA championship. And I think that's wide open for him at that weight. Um, he's obviously gonna have great competition, but that's a weight that I don't, I don't know why younger couldn't win it. I mean, last year, every single person had at least one loss. He beat the number two guy, Jacob Warner. Max Dean is a good wrestler for Penn state, but I think younger could beat any and all of those guys. So I'm, yeah, that's going to be a really fun weight to watch. And if younger has improved how we think he probably has, he's going to be right up in there. Well, it's like the, um, one of Matt Campbell's favorite things. What is it like in the margins? It's just in the little tiny <clears throat> details, like younger's the mistakes that are not really even necessarily mistakes, but just like in those moments where younger was just out wrestled, which is just crazy to say, um, which reminds me of him in the God. Now I'm going to pull you. Who is, uh, is it Wyoming? Steven Buchanan. Yes. <laughs> I just, again, I said this last time and he lost, but I'm going to continue to believe it that each time he faces him, he's just going to get closer and closer to beating him. And I feel like those types of things are just driving him to just be an animal this season and 
not be the on the losing end of those matches. Absolutely. So. Couldn't agree more. I think it's going to be a fun season. Plus, I couldn't agree more with that either. Plus We're in Kevin, full agreement. Kevin Dresser gave, gave us two trips, me, me trips, because I'm going to make the trips to you and I and Iowa City this season. <laughs> mm, you'll love Iowa City. That, that's a fun place to watch wrestling. I've actually never covered a duel there. I, it's the last, fun. The last time, as I'm sure Tom Brands would love to point out, the last time Iowa State was there, it was really crappy out, and I had a really tiny car. So I ended mm. up staying and photographing that infamous Drake game instead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yikes. Iowa yes. State almost won that one, though. They were two inches away from my Austin Gomez pin. Yeah, we were... We were watching it in the in the Jacobson building. Jacobson building. We even got old Randy Peterson to watch it. <laughs> Shout out to Randy Peterson. <laughs> um, no, this is great. Ben, I'm pumped. We're going to be recording all season. We're going to try and get creative here and there. What that means, you'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> but I'm pumped, Ben. I'm pumped to do this again. Me too. It's a lot of fun. We'll, uh, as usual, you can follow us on Twitter and we'll be tweeting away um our thoughts i'll be at all the duels as usual ben might be at a few he'll surprise us i'm sure um if you're listening to this you're listening to this on wednesday so today would be media availability so we'll get to hear what coach dresser and i i'm gonna i'm gonna guess david carr <laughs> marcus coleman have safe to say best. yeah safe guess <laughs> have to say about this weekend so yeah here's to bringing more content here's to wrestling season starting you're here. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and tune in next week.